All I need is my people to be free. Tell me why the world I hate and on me. Every day I'm watching my back for police. I sacrifice my life. The price ain't cheap. I need to find a way out. Gotta find a way out. We at war. We at war with terrorism, racism, but most of all, we at war with ourselves. God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Yo yo yo, it's JP on the FWM podcast. Fuck with me. The diary of the strong black people. I'm here with love cuz again. Yo, yo, yo. Be back in the building. You know what I mean? Definitely got a truth. That's something that you guys can definitely tell us what your opinion on this is. But we're going to give you out. Um, I was looking at, you know, Kwame, uh, shout out to Kwame Brown, Bus Light, you know, and him and Casino, like shout out to Casino. Um, when the Charlemagne and uh, Kwame B first started, you know, Charlemagne was one of the guys that, you know, when I used to look at Breakfast Club, I kind of understood and felt like, you know, without him, you know, the Breakfast Club is going to that. Like when he's on vacation, it does not flow the way that it's supposed to be. You know, that is the golden child of Stephen A. Smith of, you know, Breakfast Club. You know, that's the money thing. And, uh, and I feel like they don't really give DJ and the the most to because it's just like, you know, he carries it. You know, they're just there for, you know, some extra supportive cast, but he, he actually takes that team off the back. But anyway, you know, it was a lot of things that suspect stuff that they do with each other. Just the comments. And at first, you know, I was just like, you know, eh, it's, it's one of those things men that's real. They, they, they are secure in their sexuality. So, you know, it's romance or whatnot between them. It's just like, hey, bro, you know, we know they ain't gay. They know they ain't gay. So, you know, it kind of flies in the head. But Carmen made a, a statement about how they demasculate, they are paid to demasculate our culture. Not only them, but then, you know, the, the, uh, what's the guy, uh, that do the old town over there, you know, uh, oh, Lil Lil Nas. you know, that's another one that they are just, you know, streaming public side because, you know, even with the Donnell Rollins, where, you know, you drive a boonky on, 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 on to the camera and try to get the man to put his hand in. But, you know, what brought me to this is they had a segment. It's old. It's an old episode. I guess they were on vacation this week. So they were doing all old episodes. So I heard one of them, you know, one of the guys, one of the topics and for calls to call them, they were like, um, is it disrespectful that to my wife that Charlamagne flirts with me? And he was like, nah, nah, is it disrespectful that any flirts with me? You know, and then a lot of people came in. Like I say, we know that it's entertainment, it's fucking funny, but a lot of people just keep it real. Like, yeah, y'all boys is kind of suspect. And I mean, y'all both are ahead. 
And I, I was thinking of hearing people be like, nah, you know, yeah, I just cool with that. Nah, it's real. People was like, bruh, what y'all on? Like, y'all don't think that that's suspect? I, you know, and then it was so it was like, you know, I know as a husband, you know, you get my husband, I know you're not, but it's just like basically saying, I know you're not, but what does the outside world still mean? Because that's just so real. You know, no matter how men play, real men don't play like that. Yeah. Real men not gonna compliment another man on how he's wearing a biker shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, how yeah. he's still not a biker shirt, I ain't even looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Charlamagne asked one time on one of them about the size of a man, you know, he heard, and he asked the man to confirm it. I was just like, what, what, what? you know, now after some boys I brought life to it, you start to go back and start looking like, boy, that show did fly on my head. Then, secondly, you know, they had the other one that I was calling about, you know, Duval put something, I guess it was on Twitter. About who you think your mom, what celebrity you think your mom is not with. You know what I'm saying? And I'm even about people, I'm talking about rolling on their moms. Rolling. I'm talking about not only on the comments, but they had a segment where they had to call in and tell the story. Because I'm talking about one white guy talking about his mom had sex with Brett Pittman Hart. <laughs> like, bro. I'm talking about then one woman was like, you know, um, her mom was left with Prince. And another one was like, um, our mama was at a concert with a friend with Too Short. So Too Short took her mama and the friend back to the room. The mama didn't want to give it up, so she got kicked out. So the friend um, ended up busting it over for Too Short. Now, fast forward, their daughters are best friends. Her daughters and the daughters go to a, a, a concert and the daughter mama, the, the the daughter mama that left that got kicked out too short, she left. The one that busted up, busted down for too short, she ended up busting up for ASAP Rocky. I'm talking about old girl stay down. Cause so Charlamagne was like, what's the more of the story? And like, you know, I just told my friend like now, you know, you ain't even break the cycle. You ain't that story, that story didn't even phase you. Like, you went ahead and, and continued to cycle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, I, I, I want to hear, hear your opinion on, on, on what you think about Okay, let's get on that DJ Envy and Charlemagne God so bit. So, why do they feel, what's his name, uh, Darnell, Darnell Rollins? Mm-hmm. So, the first thing I heard him say was, you got too many white friends. <laughs> You know, that's white people cool with, with butts and nuts and all that. They'll talk about it all day long with each other. I'm talking about boonkies. <laughs> I'm talking about I got a man scoping boonkies with his nuts hanging out the front of it. I want to know why you're so comfortable disrespecting that black man with that gay shit like that. <laughs> I mean, what hood you grew up What uncles you grew up watching do that shit to their brothers? But to their own boy. He muscles and doctor about some white folk. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out, boy, what OGs you grew up <laughs> seeing do that, dude. I don't care. Charlamagne ain't a millennial. So I can't blame it on saying, you know, that's what the world going to brother. You you 40. You in your 40s. And they don't play that. They don't play that, dude. 
That's the crack era. They don't play that. My boy says in and not on every time. What's in you gonna come out? Man, I'm, I'm just trying What's to say you gonna come out. So who was that young man raised by? Some women? Alpha man? Yeah. He had no male figures? No, 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 he ain't had to do nothing, cause he all women. He ain't had no women. No women. No women. No man, you know finna play like that. Man, you don't see him play like that. I am trying to figure man, out. Man, him or, or, or sculpture his booty. I'm talking about another man got it sculpted for you though to get it to you as a gift. What you talking about? Like, this man didn't go and get him a sculpture. Another man. How, how did the other man get the picture of your butt? Or how can he describe to the artist <laughs> so how you your ass and balls you went in there and over and spot on? You went in there and bend over in front of this man and let him put a clay sculpture of your booty right there. What man stays bent over that long straight man? <laughs> You just answered to a question, he ain't straight. <laughs> he ain't straight, man. And then you gonna get mad at the man because the guest ain't on nothing fake shit. Because this man ain't with that gangster. Now you just want to cut the light. Man. Cut, hey, at least cut the light off on yeah. your Yeah. Or I want to walk out on uh, You hear me? Like, come on, man. And the man told you I ain't got no problem with that gangster, my brother again. <sighs> Carmen said the same thing, too. Man, so I ain't got no problem with the gay stuff my brother get, but y'all just outright promoting that stuff like that, man. Bro, why they need that so bad to break the black man down? And you and it's so crazy because our age group sees how gay and nasty that is. But they are so threatened by kids. They're trying now to catch them as young as possible. Because why? The young parents right now want to still be young, so all they're doing is giving them a tablet and giving them a phone so they can be quiet. And I'm talking about dirty. Back when we were growing up, boy, you had to, it was in all sitcoms, adults. But, boy, you had to really sneak it in a cartoon. You had to really be, as an adult, you catch the subliminal message. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as a child, even it took a minute for us growing up to understand, like, you know, what what was what, bruh, bruh. I'm talking about that. Even music is so sexualized, bro. I'm talking about we don't even pay attention to the words in, in, in between the lines because, you know, what I'm saying Bruno Mars said, you know, you know, the girl Coochie was so good. It's like when she took it away. It's like he was sent, he was kicked out of heaven. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was kicked out of heaven, dirty. When she took when she took that pleasure from that young man, it was kicked out of heaven. That coochie had some angels. I'd rather hear that than than young thug. Everybody loved thug and I. But 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 how the adults can just bro the weekend. We sitting up here, the man telling you, I can't even feel my face. Boy, what are you on? That you can't feel your face when you with her and you love it, unless she was a fat girl sitting on your face. But I promise you it wasn't. So what you on? I'm talking about dirty. Adult music, bro, like, 
they put it there, man, but it's so not in your face. And as an adult, that shows you who should be listening to it and who should. But when little kids hear it, they go out here and talk it, but don't understand. Man, listen, Jasmine Sullivan just dropped a whole album telling these ladies, boy, I have some dick had her going crazy. And it had her so bad, she gonna tell a hotel. Cause she had to shake back and that man had her so wrapped up, boy. She had to come back and say, I was so hurt and broken, I had to go through a little phase. Man, another thing is move so much, uh, <laughs> it's crazy because, like I said, I ain't got nothing against home, uh, homosexuals. But why, why are our homosexuals so so much more feminine than others? They're, they're so outright, outright just nails, hair, neck rolling. Because, because they, that's in them. They don't have to openly show how disgusting they are. They don't have to. They don't have to convince their culture that is right. They already showed us through sex slavery that the white man to degrade us and embarrass us. He won't fuck us. They've been disgusting. They don't have to be openly in your face like that. We know that. What they got to show us how disgusting and that's why they're secret pedophiles. They're secretly because at the end of the day, it's not going to be highlighted for them. But for us, you know what I'm saying? That's what I was saying with the privilege part. You know, I was talking, I was just like, bro, I asked my cousin, like, you know, with black folks, bro, we do certain things differently than the Europeans. Europeans, bro, they are trained born assassins. We are born kings and queens of royalty. And at the end of the day, bro, we sit high. We don't need violence. We don't have to walk around here mad all the time. We've got everything that we our hearts desire. We don't have to degrade somebody to make them feel low because we don't, we ain't where we at right now today. We having a bad day. They do that. They make us hate ourselves and want to be ambitious to be like them. So they tell us this fine queen that she fat, she too black. But in your mind, you telling her that so she can go in there and cry and try to go work out. But you like, man, I sure wish I would kill for curves like that. <laughs> Damn it, I would kill for curves like that. But you gonna tell, you don't want her to know that. Yeah. You don't want her to know that. So, okay, let me ask you this. How much you think them boys get paid to sell out on that gay stuff or they really gay? Ooh, man. So, I'm glad you asked that right quick, right? I looked at something last Thursday. Brother, they so ashamed, they so afraid of the black community, but it's certain rappers, old school rappers that we still idolize when we hear their name or when we hear certain songs or certain in that era, they stand alone and we feel like we're gonna always hold them to a, a statue. Cash Money Millionaire, Juvenile BG, Manny, especially especially Juvenile and Manny Fresh. Yeah. Right? But uh, they not had them Democrats that got uh, Biden that got Juvenile and Manny Fresh to redo back that ass up and say, uh, 
vax your uh, vax that ass up. Oh, uh, I'm talking uh, about, and then they then they basing it you as a dating site, so they're pushing it as in you should forget about HIV. But if you quarantine and you on this dating app trying to find love and you meet up with them, you know y'all show y'all vaccination paperwork. But why have y'all never pushed that to when we meet people on a dating site and we show our sexual, what you call it, you know, to each other that we can tell each other our status. Yeah. If you HIV positive, if, you know what I'm saying, how the last time you got tested, you want me to show a vaccination card, but you don't want me to show my partner or someone new that, hey, I'm clean and I don't have no AIDS. I don't have anything like that. So trust me. So why, why, why are we pushing that? Like why, why? And then why, why people are not stepping up and saying, "Hey, hey, this shit. Who the fuck? Like, but it's got to be disrespectful. It's got to be the most." And them guys, and I'm, and I'm looking at it when I, when somebody showed it to me, I'm like, "Is these one of these voiceovers?" And I'm trying to figure out, is this some copyright infringement? Because you're telling me. Birdman. Birdman signed off on this. And he don't care about signing off on it because he had, he's already in that game anyway. All they had to do was say, hey, bring a suitcase. Am I going to do it? That's not a question. I'm going to do it. But how much y'all give me for doing it? And to tell the people who didn't get what they totally deserve is the fools that faces that was pushing on the TV screen, which is Manny and Juvenile. They just wanted a quick little 1.5, maybe 800,000. Just something to just be like, man, thank you. I, I had another opportunity. Man, cause they go back to what we talked about. First episode, second episode, we lost, man. They go back, our heroes are willing to take some land and sell out. They paint a picture that we're not, we lost. Brother. You can't, I don't care if it's your grandma, I don't care if it's your mama, I don't care if it's your sister, I don't care if it's first lady or deaconess. I don't care who and what your title is. No woman on this living earth can hear that doom, 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 doom. And I'll start twerking wherever they at. That back that answer, boy, that is a national anthem. And then right behind that is she got a dome. Okay. But boy, juvenile back that ass, boy, you will stop anything with back that ass up. You will stop altercations. Niggas is starting to riot at okay. Orange Crush. Okay, and, and who better to pay, who better to pay him and Manny first? Why not pay them two to remix that that great, that great anthem? Because they why not pay them? Why not sell them out? They already, they did sell out. They signed off to do it and put, they were the face of it. That's worse. They signed off to be the face of it. So it is speculated that Birdman signed off on it. It's speculated that the Democrats got them into doing it. All that is visual right now is that they did So who cares what they said? Bro, who cares about giving them the money? They sold out. And they're going to be the ones to get the backlash because everybody else that pushed them and told them to do it, how can we prove that? 
our third eye and our common sense telling us that, but what whew, do we have? And that is how the white man always feels like he can get away. He wants you to prove it. So that's why they don't want to do their job no more because they are still lazy. That's why the technology is so much useful to them now because social media is gone. Why are we having to, we, when they say you fund the police, you well, the, the, the DA, the detective need to be on leave. Like they need to be let go because what y'all investigate and when <laughs> them same tech people can just look at the camera and social media and, and lock a nigga up. Yeah. We, y'all don't need fingerprints on no Y'all just need gunshot residue. That's it. Niggas ain't working around no magnifying that looking at footprints. <laughs> it's sure a lot of home. You feel me? <laughs> like detectives is not doing that no more, baby. So it's like, what what use y'all for that? So y'all ramped up social media. Now that's doing y'all job. Nigga, I'm talking my brother. You know the government control the weather. Because, bro, Trump, when Trump left out of here, he ain't giving them boys no training. Because Camilla and Biden, boy, I'm talking about either they don't know how to control the weather machine, or they got the knob broke. Because, boy, it rained all summer. And I'm talking about the weather been so fucked up since January. These niggas, either he did not, either he not hit the instruction manual, he ain't helped train, or the motherfuckers that turned the knob up and broke it and it stuck on hot. Because through quarantine, from March to, to November last year, well, you know from what, what happens from June to October and, and on everything that's on the coast, it's hurricane season. They all gave out the stimulus. They gave out that first round of that PPP. <laughs> Brother, FEMA could not share that money out. Yeah. FEMA could not share that money. They had not gave too much money out. Why would we go and wreck the town and know we don't have them evacuate? Either we can lie to them and claim that the storm is coming. We gave them the money. We tell them the emergency evacuate. We jack the hotel prices up and then we get our money back like that. But then it's just like, if the sun been shining and it's been good weather and it ain't been questionable all this time, like how are they gonna believe that after this, we have told them the weather coming, it's, been, it's not been raining no more. How can you, how can you paint a picture for somebody to believe to get on that interstate market? When we know that shit coming, boy, 16 is treacherous. It's going one direction on both sides. Cause they they know nobody's coming into that shit. Everybody should be leaving out that motherfucker. Nobody should be driving through it to go nowhere else. You should be getting the fuck out of there going one way. They are able to block off a whole side of a highway. FEMA that read up that money. FEMA that got the FEMA that spent that check and got it right back. <laughs> they got it right back. So that's why now that 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 started just came and we can't hurt it. They waited to after Mother's Day to give us all this shit. Yeah. Bro, the state they said that we can't get them the quarantine. They wanna leave out the house. Fuck. Gave them the money, they're gonna spend it. Fuck. How the fuck can we get these folks? Oh, y'all can't yeah, get vaccinated. Fuck you. 
how the fuck can we get these folks to stay in the house? Cause he, I got it. They rained on somebody just gonna go nowhere. They won't go nowhere. No vacation, no nothing. No going outside the summer camp, no nothing. Stay in the house, let it rain. Hey, they said open the floodgate, cuz. Floodgate. I'm talking about like tying it off and then. I'm talking about open up the windows of heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that's going to come down, dirty. So I'm talking about it, it's so crazy that we don't pay attention to how funny that shit is that white folks is our entertainment. Why do we even, why can't we just sit back and just enjoy the show? We are so, as a culture, so afraid that without them, we can't make it. But bruh, like, they keeping us afloat. Like, they just killing us. Yeah. But bruh, if we just let these niggas know, like, hey, stop that. We're not taking that no more, right? So now, you know, we are giving y'all a solid by right now. We're just coming to talk to y'all and saying, hey, let's stop, no violence. You know, I tell you how it makes me feel. It's not making me feel good. I'm just giving you fair warning that, you know, I can address this to you and you can correct it that we don't have to go no further than this talking. And they look you blatantly in your face and tell you, fuck you, and want you to jump on that. And we still choose not to because we like, we don't really want to because we like to just defend ourselves. But they are trained from birth to be assassins. We're not. We're trained to love, nourish, energy and vibe passed on between our partner and our children to be so peaceful and faithful throughout the day. But they want to keep disrespecting us and, 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 and killing us and, and doing all this other stuff. But the demasculation burns is like at an all-time high because if you make a black man become soft, it ain't no world. Like you said, uh... The, the strongest voice in the black household is is the black man. Mm-hmm. No matter what he say, it's law. That's it. That's right. You ain't going against it. If you go against it, that's your well, I ain't gonna lie. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I can't think of a time. And me or anybody that I know, but you correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I ever heard a growing young man that had his father in the house that ever asked dad after saying something, he'd be like, why? <laughs> Never in my life, correct me, have you heard in the back? Nope. I, I mean, cause I don't want to be like, nah, I ain't never heard it, but, but I'm just thinking like, well, I don't think a young man ever tried to daddy ask, why do you think he always asks women why? But he ain't never, he ain't never. And the daddy said, go do something. Well, you can't do it. And you ask him, but why? I don't think nobody, unless I'm just, again, the viewers, you know, the listeners, y'all, y'all, y'all let me know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I ain't never met anybody or or did it myself. Hey, fuck you, Greg. (laughs) They tell you something, hey, man. Fuck you, Greg. Fuck you, Nancy. (laughs) I'm talking about, go shoot up school there. They be like, man, they had a hard time at home. I'm talking about a nigga Carmen Brown and shit. Man, he had to go wake up early for morning for practice uh, and then go to school, then get off and go to work. 
And you talking about if kids in high school that they parent die, mama die, mama get on drugs and leave the oldest sibling is raising that child in secret because they about to graduate. And they just need that one or two years because they don't want to be separated in the system because they know that can happen. You know what I'm saying? That's just how bad it is for our community. Like, that's that's awful. That's awful that a black man is not there to pick up the pieces after whatever happened to mom. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's just crazy. You know, and it just shows how a black man is, boy, when you, think, when you take that puzzle piece, out that like the whole puzzle don't look the same no more. Man, I was at work and I worked around a bunch of white folks and they was like, oh well, you know, I was working around here and he was around this black guy and he was saying oh, how hard it is to be a black guy, such and such. And I said, Y'all will never understand because y'all aren't born with it. With with everybody looking at you funny, everybody trying to tell you down or two strikes against you. <laughs> Your daddy, your daddy held your hand all the way up. Your daddy held your hand all the way up. He ain't have to sit here and have a talk with you about if you get pulled over, how to act so you can make it back home. I'm talking about that they yell, they can battle. I'm talking about they stomp. You had tantrums. Come read for your wallet, your kid in the back seat, they, they will bust you in front of your kid. They don't care about your right. kid. And, but if you do the same, they will charge. They will. They will charge you with murder and cruelty to children. What is his name? Castillo, or the one that died in the car, bro. The man told the dude. I he asked him, "Do you have weapons?" I do. I mean, with his hands up, saying, "But you want my wallet." However, the wallet and the gun is in the same spot in the same cubby area. I am going to, I hate officer, that I do have a weapon. It is, I'm licensed to carry. However, well, let me see your ID, let me see some form of ID, license and registration. It's right here. And as the man reached, just fire off on You literally heard me, heard him say that. In front of his girlfriend and, and his child. Brother, do you know how much trauma? <laughs> but they don't care. They've been doing that. They don't exactly. care. They've been doing that. Exactly. They don't care. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's the problem, boy. But you know what? It's sadly to say, but that's why they live so long. And the thing about it is living so long, but they live so horrible. Because they are so mean and they are being punished. They they die very horrible, horrible deaths. Like they grow old and go through things. Like we weren't we weren't catching dementia. <laughs> All that. Cancer. We knew how to take care of our bodies. We knew how to stimulate our minds. But that wickedness in the Europeans, that is true. That it, that is a true satanic spirit. Because there's no way in the world somebody can be that mean and so hateful and be human. There's no way in the world for people who don't even bother you. <laughs> that, ain't even, that didn't even ask to be here. 
you, again, even with that, how many is now? You went across them to the leaders that we had in our country and said, we got some bread for y'all. We just need a couple of you know, niggas. Hmm. How much you got? Cool. But we would, we would take that as selling out, right, on our own people. But let's look at this. If that's a country with nothing but us, why would you not think there would be crime? Why would you not think that it would be corrupt? Why would you not think that it is, it takes, it's not what you know, it's who you know. When you have higher power dictatorship or government like that, the government, no matter what it is and what country, government is government. And government is gonna stand on shady and whatever we gonna tell y'all and whatever narrative we push. So going over there, we gonna have crime. Man, it's not, people gotta stop thinking that if go back to Africa, that shit is kumbaya, like niggas hating over there too. But it's on it's black on black crime there, because why? It's majority black people. In an area that you own, there's going to be crime and hate. But why can't we just have our own government, have our own law enforcement, have our own whatever, whatever? Y'all gonna have y'all own. What, what, what is it bothering? Because you know y'all don't wanna. We keep saying that we don't wanna support each other. They don't wanna support each other outside of keeping us down. They need us to be in the picture to buy their stuff because they're not gonna buy anything from each other. They don't buy white. They get somebody to do labor to make this stuff. It's so crazy that they don't even wear the real stuff. But they have to advertise it to us to make us googly eyed and be like, ooh, that's a nice Versace shirt. But that ain't nothing but a silk bed sheet or a pillowcase that somebody made. That white man ain't wearing nothing but a satin pillowcase with a Versace design on it. And but we don't know that. Cause all we doing is looking at it. But what my what, what that rapper gonna get? That sway he got, you know, swag of that celebrity, he gonna go get that real one. That's that that that's that in culture teaching, man. That's that that's what you was talking about, how you wanna say. Well, we get our own police, we get our own our own law system and all of that. They got their own, they got their own police, they got their own system. We just don't know about it. The, the Indians got their own system, got their own own laws and punishment. That's inside. We don't know who we are, so we can punish each other. So I can say, hey man, you're not supposed to do that. We don't know who we are, so we can so we can punish each other on the inside. Or we we don't know who we are to be able to take. Criticism like that. Hey man, you know you need you need to take care of your kids, man. That shit don't look good on you to be walking around here making all these kids and not around. We get mad at each other. Man. Stay in your fucking place. It's, I mean, and it's so crazy because you demasculate a black man, but give me again, enlighten me if I'm ignorant or I, I don't know. I just but I must I'm just painting as a question. Back in the 60s, 50s. And I could say maybe the beginning of the 70s before 75, right? Martin was killed in 68. So Martin was born in 29, 27, something like that. Martin growing up in the ranks. Who was 
We never really seen them niggas stunting and fronting. I ain't seen Mark with no chains on. Bruh, I really ain't see Martin with no cufflinks. That blazer jacket just had the buttons on it. Yeah. That you got on the pillows. Yeah. So they were all about being strong men and providing, but not fronting. You know what I'm saying? Blowing the bag. I never seen, I ain't I ain't seen no black and white business of Martin being in the strip club. Him and Michael being in the strip club. Yeah. But I'm trying to think who was our black leaders other than them back then in celebrity like that. Who back when they were coming up? Who was Muhammad? And you know what? I look at Money Mayweather and then I look at Muhammad and then I'm like, I don't remember seeing Muhammad with none of that flashy stuff. Oh, Kareem. 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 But then you got the hippie Bill Walker. Uh, Will. Well, say he was busting down 10,000 women. Hey, but again, I don't see any pictures of Wilt with chains, necklace, pinky rings. Now, you may have walked up in that bitch looking like Prince with his silk shirt unbuttoned at the top with his taco meat hanging out. But hmm. bro, like the, the flashy of, now Prince was, but again, Prince wasn't flashy. His fashion was just, he made his fashion just pop and the niggas just look like he was shining and there was no jewelry on it. It's just like when Prince walked, he always had a fucking one of them heated lamp lights just on him. Just, it was just like he walked and he was just glowing every time. Like, what the shit is going on with this thing? Like, he just looked different. You know? But I'm just trying to think, like, where did that come from of us wanting to stunt in front though? Like, what, what did they put in our minds after that to where it's like, bro, love, y'all gotta, like, if, if we did, what, what were we thinking back then wealth was? Was it just that we just didn't care about wealth and we just wanted to, we just was like, we're doing all right and let's just live like this? So, what it was was, uh, and then I'll tie back in, I'm gonna go off a little bit and come back to it so it can get right. So they came and dropped their crack. They came and dropped their cocaine. We couldn't afford their cocaine. We seen all the rich people. Cocaine was a rich people drug. They still is. Cocaine and rich people drug. So we couldn't afford cocaine. So what they do is teach us how to rock it up. So now we making that cocaine money with crack. And you see all these white cocaine dealers. They got the chain. They got the Cuban. So shit, why not us? Now, now we do it. I'm a dying excuse. <laughs> now we doing it. That's where it come from. Now we doing it. We got they 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 gave us something to hurt. But you see, <laughs> that's so funny. They always had crack. They always had that with cocaine. And guess what they do? They experiment about. And oh no, that fucks up. That fucks them up. So let's just give that to them and make you know it what cheaper. Happened? You know what happened? You know what happened? What's up? Well, we got the hang of it, and we knew what we were doing. We got the wrong white woman out. We got the wrong white person hooked. The wrong white person hooked. And that pissed them off. But if you go back and look, cause any documentary they'll tell you, oh man, we knew this this came from the government. We knew this crack came from. And once we seen what it was doing, you know, it was addictive. We got to it, but they said that it, once we started giving it to their people, oh, then Ronald Reagan, hey, 
Just say no. The hustling <laughs> mentality of a drug dealer and the flashy lifestyle that a black man had moving that dope because it was so expensive. The white women loved it. True. The white women loved it because why? They love them some chocolate. And if no matter what the occupation is, they only move on stability. <laughs> and if they know that there's a only there's an expiration date and a bounty on your head, let me hurry up and get your John Hancock. Or let me hurry up that right before they pull the plug on you, you forget about your mom and your daddy and I'm your power of attorney. Let me hurry up before you croak, you know. You um, you really got little to none brain activity, but you able to still, you ain't got no movement in your legs, but you looking at black in your eyes. So they gonna take that more as so as a, a signature on the dotted line, cause your hands came over. Black twice if you wanna give up your power of attorney to X, Y, Z. You so in and out, you don't even really understand the question. You just blanking. Or your nerves are just shot because of what they shooting up in you when they got you tied, when they got you on that on that machine. So you don't know what it's doing to your muscle. You know what I'm saying? That that that's the crazy thing about it that we don't we don't pay attention to. But it's so crazy, man, that's black folk. But we got to wake up. We got to wake up. Because I've never seen, bro, so many people just, again, it's nothing about being homophobic or nothing like that, man. But, bro, if you're going to tell the preacher, man, don't come around with all that doggone preacher, man. This all you do, man. Stop trying to just push the Lord on everybody, man. Stop that. You just... You gotta understand, let people make their own, make their own their path and blah, blah, blah. We tell them that and we take it out of school. Anything that got to do with that prayer, you take it out. You tell a nigga the tattoo parlors and the bars open, but no, y'all cannot one or two, two or three people, two or three people come together and then y'all gonna do that church and y'all, y'all, y'all not <laughs> gonna take our building that we gave y'all because now it proves to you what the black folks didn't even understand and realize is the white folks gave you that building to think you had to go to that building and worship the God that you have so much faith in. And you did not even wake up and realize that the Bible tells you how many people Come together and make church. Two or three. Two or three. Two or three. They said, well, two or three again. But, but, but did it give a specific location two or three had to be? Nope. It's, that's how you know. It said, whatever two or three again. Brother, every church has the pastor. Every church has the secretary who's going to take the minutes. Treasure. It's gonna take care of that money. Tithe and offer. Treasure make sure take care of that. But the thing about it is, the church, you're gonna say, well, I gotta get my tithe and offer. But because you gotta make sure the lights stay on. (laughs) 
and make sure the water's still around. You go to that water fountain in church. When you flush the toilet, the toilet flush. You know, the offering is what what the offering do is gonna pay for what. Offering is for if you need help inside the church. Well, that, that's not okay. So okay, so don't, don't the offering though. That, that's that's that, that's the pastor. Of oh, wow. Yeah, that's the come out pastor. Okay, so the thing about it is he's getting paid to spread the word of God. Now, the thing about it that I've always seen as a pastor, man. Most of the pastors who don't have jobs outside of that, you know, old pastors that's tight because I always seen, man, that when that is your only source of income, bro, you know, you got to make sure as a strong man of God, you know, you can't be swayed by that dollar bill and you can't turn a blind eye to your people only because of that dollar because that's your only source of income and you getting paid to do the Lord's work. When somebody has to manage and have to make sure that they don't make the right choice of stability in the souls that I'm trying to get to heaven. You know what I'm saying? You gonna compromise your integrity that you're supposed to be leading these folks to, to paradise. But you know, the folks that came and said, we give you a mega church, but um, we got this transgender uh, minister, or we need y'all to, but we need y'all to accept, but y'all taught us to frown upon, you want us to accept this transgender minister, right? But why did we kick out Brother Todd, the choir director, because everybody was saying how he was down low, he was sweet, but he just never ever really came out and told nobody or it's a legend or he finally did come out and tell everybody and y'all ostracized him. Y'all kick him out, but then come accept the transgender minister. Man, cause this real life deal, man. <laughs> we was taught that God see homosexuality as an abomination. And also that a woman, a woman could not lead a church. Not pastor. That's in the Bible. You cannot pastor a church. So I go to this church, and not only is it two women co-pastors, but they are in a relationship with each other in the church. Telling yeah, and trying to tell me about what I need to do. I need to get right. God doesn't even see you. I'm talking about, but you know why though? If this was a situation with how we grew up, when they, they was telling about the churches, they gotta tell you that because why we were we were taught to do as I see, not as you see I do. So the question where it goes back to the why, that's disrespectful. Don't ask, I, I, I. Yeah, don't yeah, ask yeah. why. Because don't ask why. <laughs> But you got two homosexual women up in church. And, and you know what they'll quickly say? Oh, but you just don't, a child. Don't, don't, don't take, don't, don't take the message away from the message. Mm -hmm. No, but, you need to take the message. I mean, oh, you need take to take the message. the message from the message. You need to take that lesson. 
listen to the lesson, not the messenger. You know what I'm saying? For the advocate for, for doing right, following the Lord's will, it's two homosexual women. And we allow that. I mean, you know, hey, at the end of the day, is to definitely throw us off our square and keep us in oh, a debate and in a, a, a debate of feelings and what we think should be and what we think should not be. And, and they make like emasculating men so serious now that they make us, they try to make, they try to encourage more gay men and encourage these women. Man, leave that, leave that nigga alone, man. You don't need him. Say, man, listen. We give you this, we, we, we give yes, you a check every month. Yes, sir. <laughs> We get a check every month. We get some food stamps every month. Don't let that man in your house. Yes, sir. The first time we find out that man in your house, we take your food stamps. We take your social security. And we kick you out. And we kick you out the, the, the place that we we so humbly and, and so nice gave you to keep all those, you know, rugrats you got, all six of them, even though we only giving you a two-bedroom or a three-bedroom. We ain't gonna give you no townhouse, so you can house all little five rooms. So you can house them. We gonna make you double look. All Lil the girls in one room and all the boys in one room. Little Daquan better not have daddy in the Better not be showing him how to be a respectable young man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he can be gone all day. <laughs> he, the man can be gone all day on the show up at night. The one thing that catch you, boy, you keep that one outfit hanging up. Or you leave your J's by the door. I'm talking about the random inspection was flawless. So they went in that closet or on their way out when they seen your work boots at the door. Because uh, we, we know not only this woman don't wear a size 12, this woman don't work. This woman don't work. She ain't right here kicking up no. What, what you wearing these boots for? We, you ain't got no garden. And the project to be out there getting all this dirt on them. What you doing? You trying to get a little thing corn and little giant construction. Mm. <laughs> you you breaking the law. No, Ooh. no. You gonna have to go, you're gonna have to start putting in the application so you can get some rent. You want you want you want little thing corn to sit at the table with his mama and daddy for dinner. Mm-hmm. And not in front of the TV or, or not just running in, grabbing a snack, heading back outside. Y'all can't have it. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You you make sure that daddy is not involved, and we gonna make sure as long as you put that boy in some type of sport, hmm. we gonna take you to the top. We gonna take you to the top, and when you have your daughter, make sure she go find her ball and trick him into having a baby. So now she gonna get that child support, and she gonna live forever, and we gonna make sure she get. Good luck, son, for him. So she ain't got to worry about working. But yet, our women don't capitalize off the athlete and the money that this court has awarded her to just go ahead and open up a business. Hmm. If you already ain't working, hmm. you're talking to him for somebody. Why don't you just take the millions and not the thousands of dollars a month this ball is giving you and just open up a business? What? So you ain't got to keep hounding about, hey, you got this money, you got it's this It's already beating the head, cuz oh, I'm set for life. Hmm. I made this ball. 
I done got pregnant. I'm set for life. I need my money every month. I'm set. Man. I don't let you get behind, cause don't let you get behind. I need bad child support. Oh, no, don't oh. let you get locked up. Cause while you locked up, you still gotta pay me, even though you can't physically make any money. I still want my money. And you got locked up because your license was spinning and it couldn't go. <laughs> that's how they, that's how you got now you go to jail for suspended license. Yeah. Not only that, now you going to jail, you can't pay it. Now your bond is the fine that you couldn't pay us that got you done. I mean, that's what got you they make it so hard, they demasculate it so much. You go work four dollars a week, seven twenty-five, you get three fifty. Mm-hmm. You're on child support. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take two hundred of it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take two fifty of it. Let's not forget your occupational health. <laughs> or the Medicaid. Man. We don't even know it's the, the, the Social Security Medicaid that's damn listed that they take away, like like did you you know my check. One seventy five, you got to take that. I'm um, um, living at Love's for the $50 little $40 chick. Just that you got to budget for two <laughs> more weeks. <laughs> but hey, don't go. I would allow you to kill your neighbor, your black neighbor, and because you need that two hundred dollars. Well, you know what you should have did. You should have did like little Timmy. And what little Timmy did, he went on to school, sat down. His father paved the way. It's not my fault that your father couldn't pave the way like that. Man, they, that's that's privilege, you know. That's privilege. But bro, we I ain't gonna front. I, I, I say this one for us, but, and you know what I'm saying? You was like an NBA ball player just a few minutes ago because you were watching film on this one. <laughs> you were watching film on this I one. I had you really I'm talking, about you, I'm talking about you got a phone in your lap, the AirPods on, like you were watching film on this one. Like, I mean, this was something you was, you was really got down. Because as a black man, I had my father in my life, so I know what it's like to have a, a, a stable black creature in your life. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like when when you got a coach who is that who is that father figure. They mm-hmm. be taking that away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You right, and and that's why when I'm coaching these kids, man, you know, I started off coaching in private school, so I only had uh, X amount of players that was black on the team. Yeah. And most of them were a lot better than you know, the other kids. So, you know, a lot of times bro, I was I was handcuffed because of politics. Now, a lot of complaining about a coach and who he played that is undefeated. <laughs> um they hated it so bad that I was doing such a good job and that my success didn't line up to the guy that was at the top, which is the Boston coach. They put in his mind to make himself conscious, like, hey, bro, that young dude who they coached me on JV, why his style different from yours? 
and yours not translating into W's like his is. So now you come down and want to just slam the hammer down on me because you feel like I'm just disregarding your system. No, I'm starting off with your system. But bro, being a coach and being a coach and being a coach that actually can coach and that's about winning, I make adjustments. And if yours is just a foundation, um, if yours is just a foundation, bro, I have to, to get that W, I gotta adjust. I had a political coach, man, and he was the worst coach I had, man, by far. You could be you could be the hottest player in the game. He's gonna pull you out because he gotta put that player in who who his dad got a little bit more money than everybody else. So he gotta put him in. But you public school though. So you gotta understand the boosters in private school is very powerful. That money is coming in. Public school boosters, it's a lot of underhand and it's just a lot of robbing people to pay Paul and it ain't really much. You ain't really touching bands. Yeah. In, in public school boosters, that private school boosters, bro. There's some powerful. There's some people, entrepreneurs, doctors, lawyers. They paying for that education. Some of them are alumni. You know what I'm saying. So, and a lot of them that had kids come in over and over and over and over again. You know. So that's the money putting in. So they putting in their heads like, hey man, he kind of changing the culture and it's not looking like yours. So I go and the thing about it is, bro, you um you got doggone um you needed to find a way because I was not following your agenda. Because how dare you, black man, come in here and young black man? How dare you, young black man, come in here and go outside the box? We've been teaching this same strategy for years. The, the coach before him, before him, before him used this same game plan. Now you want to come in here with your black thinking, thinking, changing it up, playing players who normally don't supposed to play as much. What's wrong with you? And you got the nerve to win and outshine me. Brother, you got whole, the nerve to outshine me. The whole season, they plotted on the downfall. And then just kept winning, kept winning, kept winning. Brother, I was 10 and 0. <laughs> Two weeks left with the season over. Two weeks. Let me go after my first loss. It was five games left. Five games left. Ten and one. And then you're going to tell me something like, you know, when we come in the gym, you know, when they practicing in there, and they practicing, man, you sitting on the chair with your legs crossed, man, and, you know, they just doing whatever, whatever. I said, man, I mean, again, I asked. I must be doing something right that we ain't lost it. So you want me to stand up? and do what I do. But obviously, what I'm doing is working for these kids. Yeah. What you don't like is they don't like the structure that I give hmm. and they feel like it's too harsh. But however, it must work because I get the best of out of you. 
Because after they let me go, that was their mistake because they thought, well, if he's winning, then he took as much talent as he could for me to start bumping up the varsity. He's handcuffing me. Still having to win, still having to adjust and put people in positions. Bro, I left, they find me. I'm talking about them folks down there. They won one more game. And I'm talking about beat the bricks off. They were getting the bricks beat off of them, man. And um in them games. So it's just like it God don't like ugly for one. Yeah. That's for one thing. But the thing about it is I realized how strong I was. Corporate America too, and that just showed me, man, that how they are just afraid of a strong mind. And they don't want to be thrown. But my thing was, I mean, I ain't even came to try to take nobody's spot. I just felt like if I'm going to be taken away from my busy schedule from work, kind of getting out of work early and not really making, you're not paying me as much as my job would pay me as a community coach yeah. to be at my, what I do to provide for me and, and me and mine. So it's really just some volunteer work, that extracurricular activity I'm giving y'all. So I'm not trying to be Coach K, but what I'm not trying to do is whatever that I put my time and effort in and not making money doing, the money, the potential money that I could be making doing, the last thing I'm going to do is be trying to lose. Yeah. Or get embarrassed. Or be mediocre. Or just lie to the kids. I'm an adult. They don't follow my lead. So why do I lie to them build them a false narrative? You know what I'm saying? If you ain't good, you ain't good. Don't take it as an insult. I ain't curse you out when I was saying it. But at the end of the day, bro, you got to be accountable because in this real world, bro, nobody's just giving you nothing. I can't just give you playtime. Like, you got to earn it. And that's what y'all not used to. Y'all are not used to earning stuff. And just because it's boosting and stuff like that, you think somebody coming out and threatening and sticking their chest out, rah, rah, rah. That's how you're going to get it. And that's not. And I taught them that. And that is, they started getting uncomfortable. But yet, on the other hand, they felt like, dang, we got to go out here and win. So now you're handcuffed. You got to listen to me and you got to make my wins translate because why? You're not going to go out there and point shit. You don't know how to yet. But it, it, it was it was one of them things, man, where it, it was crazy. But I'm glad we picked this is this topic of the day, man, the going, man. And we definitely got some more. But I know, man, we gotta we we, we gotta save this heat, man, for another time. But yeah, we got yeah. you, man. And again, you know, you always coming through, gracing your presence with the folks, man, and the folks love hearing you, man. So this one, man, you really, like I said, you watch film before for the game, this one, you know what I'm saying? So you was ready for this one. I I, I appreciate that, man. You really, you really pushing the date. And that's what's up. So, guys, I hope y'all like this. You know, and y'all give me y'all feedback definitely on what y'all think about, you know, y'all opinion. Let's create dialogue, man. Let's, let's not argue. Let's just have healthy dialogue between each other, man. And let's tell each other how we feel, man, what we think. And if you don't agree, tell me why you agree. If you, dis- if you disagree, tell me why you disagree. Let's just have that dialogue, man. So, again... Until next time, guys, you know you're on the F W Podcast.
fuck with me. Here we go, that's that merry go. Reflexes very low, reruns of the same old. Still I'm watching every show, thinking are you serious? What was that the series of? Laughing by the repetition, booming through my stereo. Yeah, I keep my mask on, like I'm Rick Mysterio. Wrestling with mankind, I can't let these egos go. Knowing I'm a blind mouse, clinging from a ego. So I'm thinking about letting go, cause I got plenty Let's keep it such a time. Never peace in my brother going, baby.